Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Bonjour, ex-chasers. C'est le podcast de rugby, ex-chasers. Le podcast sur le rugby qui ne se prend pas trop au sérieux ni le jeu. I'm Tim. And I'm in Paris. And I'm, well, I'm on my own. It's, it's, oh, it's 2.45am on a Sunday and in order to make sure there is a podcast in your feed, as there is every single Monday for the last 10 years, I'm flying solo on this one. Well, solo in the sense that neither JB nor Phil are here at this precise moment in time, reasons for which will become clear through the course of this podcast, but I am not alone because, um, what, what, Ed, hello, mate. Hello. Ça va? Ça va bien. Yeah. Merci. Uh, thank you for stepping into the breach, mate. No, no, my pleasure. So, you actually are a, a rugby content creator yourself. Very recently become that, yes. The, new, the newly formed Banana Rugby. Banana keeper. Rugby, indeed. Yeah. Um, so, Ed's stepping into the breach. Can you try and summarise the events of this weekend and the non-attendance of my brethren well yeah it's it's been a it's been a tough one physically um uh due to some some medication that was prescribed by dr lash um so things have been tricky in the evenings and the mornings i I had a particularly tough day today um i'd been rendered useless from last night's uh, antics but um, then it does also account for why your brethren aren't, aren't here at this moment. Um, uh, one of them is in bed. One of them is in bed. One of them is not in bed. Not in bed. The opposite of bed yeah. is out. 
very, very much so. Yeah. So it, I, I was thinking there probably wouldn't be a podcast um, at this point, but here we are. Here we are. So we are. Yeah. So we will do a podcast, hopefully in the morning. Uh, when we can we can get ourselves together, but I thought I'd just I don't know show a little bit of ankle about the weekend in France. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've got a few quotes that I've been keeping a note oh of for the weekend. God. I thought I might start here. Yeah, edit those. Uh, I've just kept some quotes of things that Phil and JB have said across the weekend and other people. Um, a quote from Phil. This was on Friday uh, when we were strolling down the Champs Elysees, very close to our apartment, and he said, and I quote. I'm reading a book about hyperinflation in the Weimar Republic post World War One. <laughs> very filthy to say that. Uh, and this was JB on Friday, who said, "If you find somewhere to eat where I can watch the rugby, I may join you." <laughs> uh, I've got another one from. Oh no, I can't tell you that. One. I was just about to say, <laughs> read them in your head yes. before you read them out your mouth. Um, uh, this was a, a JB quote uh, I've been watching a YouTube channel where a guy rep tests out military rifles from around the world I love it <laughs> um, I'm actually going to ask him what the channel is because I'd love that and a great quote from a French lady outside of the La Défense Arena where we have just watched Antoine Dupont's Toulouse well earlier this evening Late, uh, well, late last night, a long time ago now. Yeah, yeah. We watched Antoine Dupont's Toulouse uh, overcome Sia Khaleesi's racing. They did. Catch yeah. Van Doos. Mm. It was comprehensive, wasn't uh, it? And, and the woman outside the stadium said, uh, and I quote, well, no, I was, asking, I was asking, what is the worst French swear word there is? And she said, what do you mean? And we, I, I explained the word in, in English that we don't say, the C bomb. Yes. So she said, ah, yes. In French, uh, that word in French is Owen Farrell. <laughs> Owen Farrell, the uh, the, the flyer off who they've just bought at I great she, expense. I think she was a Toulouse fan. Ah, what an amazing sense. rugby nation France is! Oh, brilliant! I don't just mean like the team on the pitch. They're just it's a phenomenal rugby country. And we were at a top fourteen game. Sat in a pub all day yesterday watching top fourteen rugby. It's it's a very very special. Uh, country from a rugby perspective. Well, and you were you commented on how they do it on the TV, which I thought was really interesting because they have the early kickoff, but then when all the main games are on, yeah, they so just it's so they have one game of three pm kickoff on a Saturday afternoon mm. live, and it was Bordeaux v Stade Francais, great game, and then they all the other games on a Saturday kickoff at five pm, and they do it like the NFL red zone if you've ever seen it. They just cut from game to game wherever the action is and tell the story of the whole day's rugby. It's awesome. I loved it. That is good. Do you, I, I assume, well, you might not know the answer, but I assume that's one channel, but you can also watch the games you want to watch, should you want to. Yeah. Rather than, the, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. They tell the story. So, oh, right. So you just leave it in their hands. It's like, you guide me through what's going on across the top 14. I loved it. I yeah, it that is good. So you sit back. They've got people at all the grounds. Cut, cut, cut. It's great. Hmm. It's awesome. But there was some Premiership rugby on as well, and in the podcast when we do it proper, we will cover off all of the rugby, get Phil J and my input. However, you are a Gloucester fan. I am indeed. Live in Cheltenham, where all the Gloucester players live. Of course, yeah. Do you, do you, like, do you see them just milling around, having coffee and stuff? Um, bits, yeah. Um, my my children 
uh, go to school with some of the players, ex-players, their children as well. But um, humble brag. It, say again. Humble brag. Yeah, humble nice. brag. Yeah. Um, is that intimidating being a, a dad in the playground with well like, it, elite athletes? So, so it's quite funny. One of them is I don't know whether I should or shouldn't say the name here. Does that matter? Um, but I is it flattering or not flattering? No, yeah, it's fairly. Well, yeah, say yeah. It, what say we it. say? It, uh, James Simpson Daniels, one of them, and. Oh, I take him. can't speak take to him, him. Yeah. because I watched him as a child. So I <laughs> fanboy over him. I can't. I'll giggle like I'm talking to a pretty lady if I talk to him. That, that's kind of a power move thing. You can shake hands with him. Nice to meet you. When I was a child, I used to watch you. Yeah, he that would upset him as well because yeah. now we have children the same age in the same school. Um, but yeah, they, they got a win. They got a win. I oh my god, the elusive win! Yeah. So I watched them against Castro, and they were ace. The pack was nasty, and the scrum was brilliant against the big French pack. And so, how did they win against Sale? Because they did a, they did a number on Sale. Yeah, again, forward dominance. They they did you know a lot of scrum penalties, a lot yeah. of dominating at the line out as well. And I think once you take a set piece away from a team, that's game over, isn't it? It's, yeah. You can't. You just don't have any sort of platform. Yeah. But God, it was so good. To get them a win in the Prem because it, it, it's just a tale of two halves with Gloucester. Yeah. Awful in the Prem, brilliant in Europe. Yeah. Um, well, they I don't really know why. Get those players back fit. Then again, Sale have got a load of injuries. What other games? What other games do we watch? Watch Saracens have an absolute beatdown. Um, they look good. They look good again. Although yeah. I don't know. I just I, I was watching the game thinking Saracens without Owen Farrell, it's going to be a very very different team next year. It and it feels like the decline. Yeah, and I'd imagine as well that's gonna that'll hit them off the field as well. I can imagine he's a, you know one of those big presents in the changing rooms kind of guy. On the flip side, you hope that the like the, maybe the culture will last. I've got a bunch of emails actually. I just thought contactedchasers at gmail dot com. Like I say, we'll do a proper podcast in due course, so I will go through those. Um, yeah, uh, this is more this this podcast is an apology and a please accept this as a, as a effort to try and get something in the feed on a Monday morning yeah it well uh, what can what can we say about the weekend in Paris I feel like we should we should peel back the layers yeah it was right good now. we've eaten a lot of red meat which is excellent mm. um, to differing standards the one today was poor wasn't it which one the the uh, the entrecot I, I didn't make oh, it oh you weren't that. there of course you weren't yeah we had uh, it wasn't good was it wasn't good um, had this really weird Kind of cheesy potato garlic thing that was excellent that was served to that. No, it was like a like a elasticy custard. It was bizarre, but it was lovely. Um, but the steak itself was poor. Didn't finish it. Which I'm a big I'm I play front row, right? Big horrible eater, and even I was turned my nose up at it. What at the steak? Was it the standard of the cooking or the standard of the steak? It was, yeah, it, well, it was chewy. I don't know whether they cooked it to death or it was crap beef, but... I don't know how people in France choose where to go and eat because there are billions of places yeah, that all look yeah. the same. I, I don't know where to go. Yeah. I just love it. I, don't, I, love, I love this place. Yeah, I don't, oh, and it's just... I, I want to be, I think I've said this on the podcast before, I want to be, when I grow up, a middle-aged French man. Yeah, There's we have to start smoking. Yeah. I could do that. Black coffee. <laughs> they just look so effortlessly cool. It's yeah, the way they, they wear scarves. When we were saying this, that like... They're so well put together. That male and female French people, you look at them and think, if you were in England and had like English swagger and personality, 
no one would look at you. But because you're French and you're just so effortlessly cool. Yeah, there was a girl outside the Lada Fonts Arena who was just... She was stood standing against a bollard, and we were all just admiring her, going, look how confident in herself she is. Whereas, just, if she was English, she'd just be so vanilla, you wouldn't have even yeah. noticed oh, she I was love there. France. I love France. I tell you what, the other thing I really enjoyed about this weekend was meeting up with those, the British rugby club. Oh, the, I'm so um, glad you mentioned that. So glad you mentioned that. So, firstly, yesterday was all boozing and all watching rugby, because... JB, Phil and I went out for a run. We'll talk about, we'll make sure we talk about this on the podcast proper, but we went out for a run in the morning, forgetting to take out any phones and, or key or means to get back into the apartment. So we arrived back in our running gear, no way to get in. All we had was Phil's credit card in our running gear. So we just went and sat in a bar down the road in our running gear and, um, drank and watched rugby all day and well, then went and joined these guys from the British Rugby Club of Paris who had their game called off a game with a 9.30am kickoff. Well, and that's I haven't why heard was, anything like it and that's why it was called off because the pitch was frozen I was like yeah, it, it might be at that time in the morning it, you'd probably have been okay if you'd have had a normal 3 o'clock kickoff. Yeah. I haven't had a 9.30 kickoff since I was like year 8 <laughs> um, so yeah but, but they were great hosts and they went to a little bar just down the hill from where we are and uh, yeah they had the rugby on there and yeah it's a universal language oh it, it, absolutely it was, they did exactly what any club in England would have done in that yeah. scenario been really welcoming uh, very and, and they started going through the greatest hits of French rugby songs including my beloved Aveyron Bayonnaise Ale ale, but tonight there was a song, and it, um, I'm excited to lose my voice. At La Defense Arena, they played afterwards. After we went down from the stands to the disco on the pitch, which oh my god, it's so cool. What I was saying, it annoys me that they don't do something like this at my beloved Gloucester. They could. It's the same kind and of thousands. artificial pitch. It's outdoors. True, but you could, you know, people are people are outdoors watching the game. They're wrapped up for it. I mean. I get what you're saying that, you know, if it rains, obviously. Guaranteed, we- guaranteed weather, it's dry. Yeah, that's true. It's, water, it's whatever temperature they want it to be. Mm. It was awesome. I loved it. Uh, anyway, they started playing all the tunes. And they played one song and it reminded me, it was another song that they played in stadiums all through the World Cup. And you've made a note of what, what the song is. What is it? It was called, uh, apparently, have it you was got called... It? Have you got it there to play? In I don't, but no, it's called In the Emily Eyes by Joe Dassin. In the Emily yeah. eyes. Are you sure this isn't lost in translation? Well, I tell you what, why don't you search Joe Dassin, D A S I N, and maybe, yeah, D-A-S-S-I-N. because they might. I N. Yeah. Joe Dassin. Joe Dassin. Yeah. Les Champs Elysees, no. That's it. Don les yeux d'Emilie. This one. I think it's this one. Um, is that the right one? No, that's not it. Have you got it there, over there, Lewis? That's the same song. Hold on, maybe the chorus, maybe the chorus. No. This is... He, he was adamant. Is, the, the French guy who told us was absolutely adamant. This is not the song. That's not it. Oh. 
Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. It's, it's so... It's there the, we go. It's the great thing about music, isn't it? It pulls you back to the moment. French rugby stadiums are awesome, wherever you go. And, and the fans, how... There were way more Toulouse fans than there were racing fans well, It was at tonight. least 50-50, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. They were... Phenomenal. And so good. Uh, yeah, so I've I've not I've never done Bordeaux. I'd like to go to Bordeaux. Never never done my beloved Bayonne yet. I'd mm. like to I'd like to do that. If you haven't been to La Rochelle, I know that's on our agenda. Yes, it's wild. I cannot wait. It's yeah. wild. It'd be a, we're Toulon is wild. My wife is coming to that one, so it might be a slightly different uh, more sedate vibe. Well, hopefully more sedate. Yeah. I can't do another day like today. I've really struggled. Um, you're gonna have to go some to top some of your quotes. Uh, when your wife is there, oh my God, yeah. um, but um, more on that maybe in the in the next podcast. <laughs> so yes, thank you very much for bearing with us, uh, JB and Phil. I will. Well, firstly, I'll check they're okay, uh, and I will chuck a bottle of water on their face, give them a black coffee, and get them up to do a podcast at the earliest convenience. Um, in the meantime, thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Ed. No, thanks for having me. So, so Ed and Dave are. Uh, friends of the pod friends of ours and like I say uh, Banana Rugby on Banana Rugby we're um, at Banana Rugby on YouTube at Banana.Rugby on yeah. TikTok and that is where you will find as well as on uh, the Egg Chase, my Egg Chase's YouTube channel that is where you will find lots of shenanigans oh my god from this weekend and my goodness me is there some good content oh you and I are going to be busy boys chopping that up and dishing it out over the next few days uh, yeah <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, and yeah, heavily editing. Heavily, yeah, a lot of it has to be removed. Yeah, a lot of it will be on our WhatsApp group only, uh, but some of it will be appearing uh, on Egg Chasers and on Banana Rugby. Top man, Ed, uh, and let the boys end. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.